I'm Jaden Wynn. And I'm Will Nickel. And this is Tiger Talk. Bringing you news from LSU. Okay, welcome to the first episode of Tiger Talk for the semester of the new year and the first episode that is co-hosted Yay. in history. Will and Jaden episodes now. Will and Jaden. All right, and then we got we got our also making his debut on the podcast, Josh Man. <laughs> Hello, what's up? What's up, Josh? We were on the podcast before you, so how do you well, feel about that? You, well, kind of, but I was here like whenever the podcast was first created, so I feel like I kind of am winning, but that's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably give the people an intro to us, yeah. Our, since our jobs have changed. Well, yeah. We can also do the icebreaker. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. But Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm Jaden. I'm the digital editor at The Reveille. I'm Will. I'm the entertainment editor at The Reveille. Will's a new boss at The Reveille. Oh and goodness. Josh is our boss now. Josh so. is our boss. He can fire us. Yay. <laughs> so we had him on the first episode. Yeah. That, we was thought, good, that was a good strategy. Yeah, it's the best way to, you know, in case we're not good enough. Yeah, no, no. I figured we would like start off on the right foot and then we can just like go. He probably won't listen after the first episode <laughs> that he was on. That's what I was hoping for. So no, no comment. Josh <laughs> listened to our episode. Actually, I, I did. I did. And he put it on two times speed. So Well, I do that with everything, though. It's not personal. It felt personal. Everything? It's not everything. Most things. <laughs> Listening to Bohemian Rhapsody on two times speed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I listen to all my music on two times speed because I'm, you know. I'm always in a There's rush. There's no time for it. Which, yeah. by the way, I do. I wanted to ask you. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Is it Archody or Archote? First one. Archody. Okay. Yeah, Archody. Grody Archody. Got it. There you go. Uh, all right. I've been in a couple classes with Josh. And I oh. feel like all professors are like hesitant to pronounce it. Yeah. I think it's funny. Artichoke, Archot. I always said Archot in my head until <laughs> Jaden said Archody. It's it makes sense to say Archody. I don't know. Personally. Anyways. Do we get an icebreaker? Um, so Will and I are introducing a new segment to the podcast um, called Icebreakers because in digital, the way I run my section is to start every budget meeting, we do an icebreaker just to break the ice, even though we all know each other after a good like two weeks. Yeah. After my first ever <laughs> budget meetings were so awkward, dude. The ice, are- the icebreakers, I was so nervous. I was like, I don't know what to say. Our first icebreaker ever when Will started working for me was... Um, like, what is a song that describes your life? That was a pretty deep one. It's pretty good. It's pretty one. tough to think about on the spot. Yeah. But it's interesting though. You should have just asked what was my favorite song. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, um, our icebreaker today for Josh is what is your hidden talent? Uh, I'm really good at geography. Oh yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, okay. Hold I've on. seen already, you play GeoGuessr. Okay, well, I'm not talking about GeoGuessr. <laughs> I'm not good at GeoGuessr. But. I think you're better than I would be at GeoGuessr. Probably. Definitely. All right. That, well, oh, oh, for sure. <laughs> but I mean, like, I can I can pinpoint all the countries on a map. Oh, oh, you did do that. You yeah. were like, let's like, pull up the yeah. map without borders or something. Yeah, I can't I can't do all of them without borders. That's like an extra challenge. But if, if you give me the borders, I can do it. I would need at least half of the map filled out already. <laughs> I can do the other half. I can name, like, the continents. I don't know if I can... <laughs> the I can do the 50 states, probably. We could do it. No next, shot. Next production. No shot. Actually, I take them back. <laughs> I could not do the 50 states, I don't think. We'll do it next production. We'll okay, see. all right. We'll find out. What's your hidden talent? Do I have a hidden talent? Uh, climbing, I guess. I have really That's strong stupid. fingers. 
What? That's good. Okay. I could do a pull up on the door frame. That's pretty talented. <laughs> I'm just gonna say my hidden talent is singing. Oh no, actually, okay. I have this. <laughs> I have this talent of I'm able to open jars really well. I can do it with like a knife. Wow. wow. Hey, okay. That is wow. a good talent. I feel like singing is cooler, but. All right. Oh yeah, um, octopuses can open jars. <laughs> it's not really that much of a talent. It's a useful talent. Okay. Do we get to the story? Yeah, serious story. All right, right. so uh, explain this to me because I only skimmed it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're suing LSU for release of internal investigation records. That is the headline I just read. (laughs) So last semester, I wrote a story about a police report from 2019. And uh, that revealed some alleged misconduct of the former Greek Life, uh, a former Greek Life administrator at LSU in 2019. And I wrote a story about that. Uh, There's a lot of interesting stuff in there, but that's also another whole like long tangent I don't want to go on. But basically, uh, I requested records related to an internal investigation, so something that LSU's HR department probably would have handled. Um, I requested documents related to that investigation. And my request was denied on the basis that those records weren't public. And uh, luckily, the Reveille has a good relationship with Tulane's First Amendment Law Clinic. So I talked to the lawyers there uh, who I had talked to previously for they had came and gave presentations to student journalists about their rights as journalists and stuff like that. And I had basically just brought up the fact that LSU had denied my request and they said that the records I was, I was seeking weren't public. And they said, well... At first, they said they'd look into it. Gave me about two weeks, and they did some research, and I sent them all the stuff they needed. And they came back to me and said that they thought that we had a good case against LSU for releasing the records. And here we are. Uh, a lawsuit has been filed. Um, I'm the plaintiff, and uh, we're suing LSU for the release of said records. Actually, on the way here, I got an email from oh. one of the lawyers. <laughs> Breaking news. Uh, the first uh, hearing has been set. So oh, I'm it? not sure if I'll actually have to appear in court yet or not. Ooh. So we'll see. I might not have to. We don't know yet. When is the first hearing? Monday. Ooh, exciting. Th- next Monday? Or also scary. That's yes. moving fast. Yes, next like. Monday. Whoa. Um, when did you file the public records request? In September. Yeah, September. 2022? Yeah. Um, like when and like, I guess why did you decide to file a lawsuit? Well, I, like I said, I kind of just went to the lawyers and was like, hey, they denied, they denied this request. I'm not exactly sure why. Um, and just basically just asked them to look into it. And then they came back and said that they thought we had a good case against LSU for releasing them. And so then I was like, you know, okay, well, let's do it. So, like, did you said they, like, heard them speak or something? They, like, spoke to student media and then you were just like... They gave out their information or something, and you were like, hit them up. No, I mean we we've had a we've had like a relationship with the Tulane First Amendment Law Clinic for a while. Oh, gotcha. Reveille has had like a relationship okay. with them. Like we've we've they've helped us with other stuff too. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, in the article that um, Gabby wrote about this, um, it mentioned that LSU has been sued for these exact records before, mm-hmm. and then the court sided with the university. Yeah. Why do you believe that your lawsuit is different? So ours is different because LSU was sued for the same records in 2021. Uh, and then that the court decided on it in early 2022, I believe, 
Um, but that lawsuit was not requesting the records for in any way. The reasoning for for releasing the records was not in any way tied to public interest in the case. Yeah, that's what's really different about that lawsuit. And this one, the person who had sued before was basically suing because they were they were former Greek Life, uh, they were an advisor for I believe one of the fraternities, mm-hmm. and so they were um, basically trying to get the records for um, that purpose. But now, now that I've published, now that the story on the former Greek Life admin has been published, and that's all public knowledge, um, the interest in the records is now shifted toward the public's interest in the records. Yeah, because um, all of the stuff that the investigation related to has been, it's in the public eye now. We published it, the advocate picked it up, uh, uh, other outlets uh, wrote about it. So um, now this, I mean, we're, we're asking for the release of the records because they're in the public's interest. And um, whatever you know, privacy interests there may be for the administrator, uh, it's outweighed by the public's interest in the case. That's, that's our, our basic argument. Yeah, and then obviously the outcome of the first case was sided with the university. Is that like discouraging to you in any way? Uh, not, I mean, I, I guess to some extent it is because if that hadn't happened, I guess, yeah. I mean, it's not, I wouldn't say it's discouraging, but it's, um, you know, like our case, it's not like a, like it's not like a obvious, like, oh yeah, we're going to win this. Like, you know, it, it might be tough. Like I, I'm not a lawyer, so I can't really speak too much about that. Like, I don't know exactly. Yeah. But like I said, I think, our, our argument for releasing the records is much different mm-hmm. and their circumstances are way different. Whenever that lawsuit was filed, none of this stuff had been public. That police report wasn't public. Yeah. Uh, no one had reported on that police report before we did. So the, the circumstances are way different now. So I, so I'm, I'm, that gives me confidence in, yeah. in our lawsuit. When do you expect to like have all this settled? Like hopefully before I graduate, <laughs> <laughs> um, I graduate in May. So, uh, I, I hope before then. Has LSU responded in any way? Like, well, I mean, since I guess a hearing set, so I guess that's a response. I guess yeah. I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know. <laughs> I, I honestly, I, I've, I wasn't expecting that to happen so quickly. So yeah. So that's good, I think. But I also am not Progress. sure how quickly these things move. Mm-hmm. Right. So we'll see. How is uh, how did you get Gabby? Like, how did you bring this up to Gabby that she should write this story? Like. You have to be like, hey, I've got an idea for a story. Guess who it's about? <laughs> Me. Yeah, basically. I mean, I, it was over a break whenever she was, she was like our only news reporter over break. And I was just like, hey. Uh, and I think I sent her, Tulane released, they had a press release on it. And I just sent her that. I was like, hey, can you do a short brief on this? Here's a quote, basically. <laughs> oh, so you, so that's all you, in the story that the, the Revly put out, you just said, here's the Tulane press release. Nothing else. That's yeah, basically. that's all you got. Okay. Yeah. You gotta stay by it. Or, low key about yeah. it. Well, I guess there's not much you can say like say about I mean you can't really be lost. Yeah, you can't really be unbiased either <laughs> and be like Yeah, I mean I just I just said, Hey, we need a brief on this. That was basically right. it. <laughs> gotcha. But the story is interesting because this guy was like faking all these Allegedly. Oh alleged yeah. my bad. Right. Allegedly faking all these according to according to LSU police, that's um what's laid out in the police report? is, you know, that's all according to LSU detectives, and um, it's obviously a big part of the lawsuit. Um, Whether or not he actually did it is really not, um, you know, no matter what, like we want, it's in the public's interest to understand how LSU 
disciplined or at least handled uh, alleged employee misconduct. That's yeah. the important thing. Right. And those things are not usually, it, this isn't the first time that's been like an issue. Like that's been an issue with Title IX stuff and other Greek life stuff that's happened at LSU is trying like trying to understand how LSU handles um, alleged employee misconduct mm -hmm. um, because a lot of time, not just LSU, but universities and other institutions in general want to keep that behind closed doors. Yeah. But in this case, like I said, we believe it's in the public's interest to understand how LSU handled this case. Gotcha. I don't know enough about the story to ask more questions, I feel like. I, I'm i still, so what was he allegedly doing? He was allegedly creating the, fake identities. Right. But what he was doing, what to the fraternities? He was like convincing them that he was. So basically, LSU police said that they concluded that he was creating, actually I can back up and give more, I can give more info. Um, first of all, LSU has an inter-fraternity council. It's mm -hmm. like the governing body of all the frats at mm -hmm. LSU. Um, <clears throat> they also have a database that they use to track incoming recruits. So people who are interested in like rushing basically. Uh, in August, they the IFC called LSU police and said that they believed that their database had been hacked because someone had created a fake account in there and they were basically soliciting frats. Like they, someone was getting fraternity members information and they were Snapchatting them and basically saying things like, um, you know, like, hey, can I bring alcohol to this event or can I bring a fake, stuff like that. And then the same person who was pretending to be this new fraternity recruit was emailing the university and saying, hey, these frats are trying to recruit my son with alcohol uh, or they're doing X and Y, basically. But whoever was doing it was entrapping the fraternities in policy violations, basically. Oh, okay. um, getting them in trouble with the Greek Life Office. So LSU police did an investigation uh, and they concluded at the end that it was the, the assistant director of Greek Life who was actually doing these things, um, creating fake so social media accounts, using a fake email, creating this fake profile on the database basically to entrap fraternities and policy violations. Yeah. Which is crazy. Wild. Yeah. Very wild. I didn't say that on the rec. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that in the laws. Very wild. <laughs> very, very weird story, for sure. Yeah. I guess, wait, so what, what I mean, what do he just, I mean, what do you even get out of that? Um, like, well, just a hater? <laughs> just a top tier hater? I don't Shut know. Down all the frats at LSU. Like, I didn't know if there is there like any like. Just stay tuned for a follow up story. I see. We don't know. Okay. Okay. Follow up story. We'll find out in court, I guess. <laughs> Boom. Maybe. Or maybe not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe we won't find out anything. Yeah, that's true. That's also a possibility. <laughs> that's the fun like, part of court. I guess. Yeah. The legal system. Crazy. Also, speaking of public records requests, mm -hmm. uh, love this. <laughs> mm -hmm. Will wrote a story this past week about. Um, Something that was obtained from public requests. <laughs> yeah, great. That's a great segue. Thank that was you. Fantastic. Thank you. Very different, sub different subject yeah. matter, but it's all right. Yeah, <laughs> you did it. Yeah, we you can change subjects. Okay. That was a good. That was a good, good pivot. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. that was good. <laughs> Do you want to explain your? Yeah, it was so. Josh, actually, you messaged me, and you were like, "Hey," because uh, there was a tweet put out by Piper Hutchinson, who's a reporter for the. Illuminator? Is it the LA Illuminator? And our former podcast former, host. Former podcast host. And she had put out a tweet 
that was like she had done a public records request about uh, Jeff Landry's tip line, uh, which he had put out for like it was called like a protecting minors tip line, which is basically about um, different like people can to can complain about library books that they felt were inappropriate. And she had put out a tweet uh, because she is going through the public records and she saw all of the completely ridiculous tips that people were putting in. For example, the entirety of the B movie. And uh, yeah, Josh sent me that tweet and he was like, this would be a good entertainment story. And it was. And it, it was. was very it was. You know where it really took off? Reddit. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. someone posted on the r slash Louisiana Reddit. Nice. And it got like 300 views from there. Nice. Shout out to How many upvotes? Do I don't know. I didn't I didn't check the actual post itself. Or me I did either. check the post, but I didn't like keep up with keep it. Up with it. Gotcha. Yeah. I just saw that I went to I went to see where they posted it. It was like R slash Jeff Landry or something. <laughs> <laughs> but Does it was, he have his own subreddit? I, I doubt it. I, I doubt that. I doubt the overlap between Reddit Reddit users and Reddit Jeff users. Landry fans. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Yeah. The Venn diagram is probably very very Slim. Yeah. yeah, probably. Um but yeah, we got a we got the public records. They are definitely very, very funny. Probably not exactly what he was hoping for. I can't. Not. I can't speak for Jeff Landry, but uh, I, I wonder who in in his office is in charge of going through these. That would be an awesome job. I don't know if that would be awesome. It'd be funny as hell. I, probably not if you're working oh, for yeah, Jeff. Landry. Yeah, that's right, yeah, that's probably right. not. You're probably like probably a little bit annoyed that you have to do this because <laughs> <laughs> you're showing up. You're ready to like. All right, we're Guess gonna... what I did at work today, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you come home. Yeah. I read the script to the B movie twenty seven times today. Yeah, mm-hmm. fitness gram pacer test. <laughs> yeah, there was the fitness gram pacer test. There was uh... my favorite one was the last one. The la- I don't know what it was. The last the... one in the story. Yeah, the hungry caterpillar one. Oh yeah, there was one saying that the hungry caterpillar was uh, sexy as hell, um, which. Mm. <laughs> Mm. No comment on that one. <laughs> Interesting. But, <laughs> yeah, I just, I loved a bunch of these. They were like, some of my favorites were Ted Cruz ate my son and my wife left me. Um, but I don't imagine looking through them whenever your job, you're probably thinking like. Oh, well, you had to look through them. I got to look through them. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm the entertainment editor. I'm looking for entertainment. I feel like if you're like at a, he's probably like. He probably went to law school or something, you know, the person <laughs> looking through this. Like, I went to law school to read this. Um, Do you have any favorites, Josh? <laughs> They're all pretty good. They're pretty good. Um, Ted Cruz at my son is a good one. I like that one. I had one that I couldn't, I just didn't put in because I, I don't know. I thought it was funny, but I thought it wouldn't be funny enough for to other people. But I thought it was really funny. There was uh, someone who just... They're like, Jeff, I'm locked out the office again. Please let me in. And it was like from like Jeff Landry's assistant or something is their name. That sounds like a message I would send to Josh. Josh, I'm locked True. out the office. My ti- my, I actually am. I do get locked out when the door's locked. My tiger card doesn't swipe, so I can't get in. Mm. You talk to Jeff about that. Mine does, though, so I let us both No, in. it's just my, uh, my, I think my code's in. My tiger card is just so old and scuffed that whenever I swipe it, it doesn't, doesn't read it. it. Mm-hmm. Will's doesn't work at the UREC. Yeah, I have to wow. do the eye scanner. How long have you been here? <laughs> He's I'm, approaching year yeah. five. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, this is my fourth year. <laughs> I, I've had this. I've I've only been for three years, so I guess my tiger card is relatively yeah. new. I'm I'm a I'm a senior, so I'm a transfer student. So 
Oh, where'd you oh, transfer really? from? Southeastern. No way. I didn't know no that about way. you, Josh. Yeah. Did you write for the Southeastern paper? Sure did. It's really? my, it's my first journalism job ever. What's it called? The Lions Roar. Oh, their name is cooler than ours. It is cooler. Why can't we be the Tiger Roar? That's kind of derivative, huh? Why? They just, they just, they're the, they're the Lions Roar. So? Uh, <laughs> also, I don't think we get to, how do we change our oh, name? Oh, but our, like our thing at that. the top is news that roars. If you really think about oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, we're much older than the Lions Roar, I believe. Oh, no. Yeah. What position did you hold there? Did you report news I was well? just a reporter. Oh. Mm, yeah. Did they not have as many sections or? No, it, there was, I think in total, um, maybe like around 15 people who worked there. Oh, shit. Yeah. Whoa. That's crazy. You've got way more when did you When did you transfer here, Josh? When it went? Yeah. Uh, in the middle of the pandemic. Oh. So my first semester at LSU was fall of 2020. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a fun time. Yeah. I tra- Like over the summer, I, yeah, I was like in the midst of transferring. And that was whenever everything was horrible, if you remember, you know? Yeah. What Josh. motivated that decision? Uh, two things. One was that SOE's journalism program was kind of non-existent. Like they had a mass comm program, but it wasn't very focused. And I really wanted to do journalism, so um, decided to come to Manship because they have a great program. And I was really shout out Manship. yeah, shout out Manship. <laughs> and I was just kind of tired of being in Hammond because I grew up there. Yeah. Mm. And now you're going to Tampa, so I am. I am going to Tampa oh, after graduating. Big news for the audience. <laughs> for <Huge> our listeners. <laughs> yeah, everyone's everyone's losing their mind right now. Wait, oh. I mean if the if the lawsuit settles after you've graduated, are you gonna have to like write a story about it in Tampa? I'll give it to someone at the Reveille. Oh, you'll give it to someone at the Reveille. Oh, of course, yeah. Me and Will are gonna write it. <laughs> well Maybe. No. <laughs> Will's like, I it's only not- skim through the story, so I don't even know what to ask you. I make a point not to read Gabby's stories all the way through. Um, wow, and that's Hater. just that's just because I try to keep her humble. Because <laughs> frat flu is so huge. She, she has this yeah. one story. She wrote the a story about frat flu. Um, I don't know when, like, like two, two years, years ago, ago now, yeah. and it's usually like one of our top stories almost every single week. Like normally a story, it's the top story for a week, maybe two, and then it just goes away. But this one is the top story. It's an evergreen story. It's it gets thousands of views every week. And it was written like two years ago. And Everyone so gets it's pretty, the frat it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. It's all right. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I feel like Gabby's already pretty humble. I don't know why you feel the need to no, <laughs> keep I know. her more humble. Well, it's just a hater. I'm not a hater. a hater. We'll have to have her on next. Well, we'll see. We'll have to ask her. <laughs> we might have her on, depending. Yeah, if she, she wants to come on. Josh, uh, what's your favorite story you've written in the Revolution? Yeah. Because you're the editor, you don't write as much now. Honestly, probably the Abel story, the Greek, really? life, the Greek life stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was the most investigative story I've written at the Revelation, so that's probably why I like it the most. Gotcha. For that story, did you like keep track of the lawsuit that happened before and just like go from there? I don't think you? I. I don't think I was aware of that lawsuit whenever the story was first published. I was only aware of it. I was made aware of it whenever LSU responded to my public records request and cited that suit as reason for my reason for the denial. Yeah. How did you, like, I guess, find this story or, like, come up with the... It arrived in my email inbox. Um, Actually, the... And actually, I owe so much... I owe a lot of credit for the story to um, a a small um, paper, a a small student newspaper at a small college in Tennessee, uh, the Sewanee Purple. Oh, okay. Uh, The editor there emailed me 
um, <clears throat> for context, that's where the former Greek Life admin works now. Right. So they were interested in what happened in 2019 because a sorority got kicked off their campus. Uh, like I think their oldest sorority got kicked off. And then a lot of them became suspicious about the new Great Life person. Mm -hmm. They somehow got their hands on that police report. Um, and after they got it, the editor there, she sent me an email saying, hey, this might be of interest to you all. And right whenever I got it, I was I, I read through it and I was like really like amazed. I was like, this has this been reported on? So I Googled like his name and I was like, this has to have been reported on at some point. But it wasn't. And I was like, oh, okay, well. Now I got something juicy. Now I have something to write. <laughs> um, and so they published a story shortly before we published ours uh, at the Sawani, uh, Sawani Purple. So that was how I got the story. It was actually just arrived in my email inbox one day. Gotcha. The You're best stories always do. They just show up. Yeah. Okay. Are you saying that because that's your story? That's how no, that, that's how Josh. <laughs> that's how I wrote my last story. The best Josh stories come from a Slack it. message from Josh. That's right. That's, that's very right. true. That's very true. I don't know. What? Okay. So what? What's your favorite non-Josh story in the revelry? Yeah, controversial. No, not con. What? <laughs> controversial because <laughs> bias. It's definitely gonna be bias. Oh man, I don't know. You're putting me on the spot right now. <sighs> Something that's not mine. It would probably be something one of my reporters wrote whenever I was their editor mm. in the news section. Wait, how long? So did you, were you just, you you transferred, you started working at the Reveille as a reporter? Yeah. And then For like two semesters. Two semesters reporter. Two semesters editor. Two semesters for editor. For the news section. And then editor-in-chief. Well, you were deputy editor and then. Oh, yeah, deputy editor, then news editor. Yeah. Gotcha. Quick rise <laughs> to the top. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that quick. I was digital editor before Josh was news editor. Oh, Fun fact. so you're the old. Wait, aren't you the oldest editor on staff? Not like oldest. <laughs> Damn. I think so. Yeah. Not like oldest, but like. Gideon said I was the longest tenured. Yeah. <laughs> Which or is it's either you or Hannah. Yeah, probably. Hannah's been here for a while. But I've been in the same job. <laughs> I think Hannah's been in the same job. Not the same job. She's been at the Reveille for since her freshman year, since like first semester, I believe. Yeah. Is that you too? Um, I joined the Reveille in my second semester of freshman year. I think Hannah might have you beat. Really? Oh. I was digital optimizer and then... Um, I could be wrong. When Brock left, I took the editor position like halfway through. But at that time, I think maybe a week or so after you became news editor-ish. Something like that. So fun fun Josh and Jaden lore for you. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty new around here. Also, I feel offended that you didn't say a collab story between me and Will was one of your favorites. Just saying. I, don't, I doubt he's read one of our... We've... I really love the quad car story. That's hey. a good There you go. That's a good one. I don't know. You put one, a lot of effort into that. Yeah, that sucked a lot. I hated that story. <laughs> that was really sweaty. That was just, no, I was going to say. I had a good time. All I had it, to though. do was watch. Yeah. So. I was going to say it's the sweatiest I got for a story. No, the URET not. story. The U I wrote a story about URET classes, and that was definitely the sweatiest I got, maybe in my life. So. But it was really fun. We took a dance class together, and the girl that was the instructor was like, I've been doing this for years and you guys did amazing for first timers. And we we're like, hell yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You <laughs> could tell well, she well, was. Do you, you do a lot of like weird stuff for, for stories. You haven't, I mean, without like revealing too much because you want to keep your audience, mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to tell them too much. But I mean, do you have anything like really crazy planned for the semester anything? I've got a couple of things planned. Okay. I've, um, I've got one that I've been working on it's not really crazy, but I mean, whenever you tell it to uh, a professor, they look at you like you're crazy because the story's about like plagiarism and stuff. And I, 
Oh, right. I know what you're talking yeah, about. I yeah, I got one of those essay writing services to write an essay for me. I did not submit it to a class or anything <laughs> or like for the paper. I didn't do that. That's true if listening. Yeah. And totally didn't do that. Um, but I did I did get one written and that was this that was probably the scariest thing I've done for a story. I mean like because we actually had to talk to people. No, because well, yeah. <laughs> but no, because you have to put your credit card into the website and mm, it's a very scary. sketchy website. Wow. But he did pay out of pocket for that. Um and we have paid out of pocket for multiple things involving our <laughs> jobs. So Josh, like Well, th- whose fault is that? <laughs> <laughs> we can't reimburse, so you have to you have to come to me before you do that and say, hey, can we get this paid for? We talked about this the first time we were on the podcast as well. Listen, she was my editor. You got to ask for the money. I can't. I was just a little boy. We sacrificed a lot for this. I just want you to know that. Okay. Unheard. <laughs> <laughs> Our TikToks would not look as good if it weren't for us. True. Will, you also tweeted that you wanted to hang out with a monkey for a story. How's that going? Yeah, that's not going. I don't know. <laughs> He was that, really hoping to get a response from someone being like, I have a monkey on deck. Yeah, no one no one hit me up and was like, that's so surprising that nobody hit you up and was like, hey. You would think yeah. the Baton Rouge Zoo would be like. I don't think they're just willing to, you know, just like. Do they get, have monkeys? Uh, I, I assume. I've never been to the Baton Rouge Zoo. I, I haven't either, Orleans. but probably. They've got to. Yeah. They've got to have some sort of monkey. Yeah. I, was, I went to the Baton Rouge Zoo many years ago, so I don't remember that experience at all. But. Um, but yeah, no, I kind of, I didn't even have like an idea for a story or anything. I was just tweeting out because I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, and apparently, and then, yeah, I walk into production or I think the newsroom the next day and everyone was like, so what's the monkey story? And I was like, oh, I mean, we, I think it would be a great story. I think people really want to see it. I think it would be a great story. Um, the thing about the story is that Will has been like, since he joined my section, he's like, Jaden, I have this, I, I want to put a monkey in a story. Like, I just want to put a monkey. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have an idea for how I would put a monkey in a story. I don't have an idea of what the story would be about. I think it would just be me hanging out with a monkey. I have an alternative story idea. Mm-hmm. What if we can convince LSU to let you hang out with Mike, like in the? Enclosure? I was going to say that. I, I would absolutely that. do that. I don't know if that. Is at least in like when he's in the thing that they yeah. put him in at night or whatever, like his little other enclosure. I love critters. I'm a big critter guy. Okay. I'm working on a story for one of my classes right now, and it's uh, it's about the LSU veterinary school, and if it's good. I might even put it in the Reveille. Uh, teaser, teaser. It's a more serious story, though. It's not like a little silly one. It's about like (laughs) they're curing. They had like a tweet that they put out about it. They cured cancer in a hedgehog. I don't want to say they cured cancer in the hedgehog. They did surgery on a crew. Sorry. You just did the, Please cut that out. Yeah, we're going to cut that one out for (laughs) sure. That was a good one. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know, they recently did surgery on a banana. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Two of my <laughs> biggest haters on the pod right now. True, honestly. Yeah, very true. Very <laughs> Not true. a good episode for me. We need to get a Jaden advocate in next time. Yeah, we'll have Gabby. Yeah, Gabby. Uh, Gabby's very, Gabdog is very pro Jaden. Yes. Gab-dog. And very anti Will. Yeah, we got to stop giving people the nickname Dog. dog. <laughs> Mad Dog. We have Gab-dog. Mad Dog, Gab Dog. That's too many dogs. Well, shout out to Mad Dog because we didn't even shout out last time. <laughs> yeah, I would love. I just love critters, so I would anything, anything. Mike's not really a critter; he's like a full animal. Yeah, a big cat. Yeah, yeah. I think he's still a critter. Okay, we have dif- different definitions of critter, but it's fine. I'm a critter. If you can pet them behind the ear and they purr, they're a critter. All right, I'm not a critter though. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hear what you said until after I said that. <laughs> yeah, I'm also uh, another story idea I had was. Uh, a Valentine's Day story. We'll see if that works. Jaden doesn't like that story, but we'll see if it works. 
I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to say too much about that okay. one. Okay. Keep it. <laughs> Spoilers. Keep but, secret. But keep an eye out on Valentine's Day. Okay. Valentine's Day, pretty big. What about you, day. Josh? You were you're the you're you're the editor in chief. How often? Like, how do you decide when you're gonna write a story? Um, as editor in chief, it's really only uh, major stuff like whatever I got. It's major stuff that comes to me directly, right? Um, which isn't like that often. So, <laughs> Speaking, <laughs> that's not a great answer, but I feel like other editors at the Revly always are writing stuff. But I feel like for me, I feel like I never really write anything unless it's like a collab piece. Now, I that's just why you should write more. Should I though? Mm. If you, because you, I know you wrote a story last semester for one of your classes about like K-pop. Yeah, I don't know much about K-pop, but the kids love it. The kids. So I mean, we could. So you're just trying to get some views for the. I'm just. I'm just saying, now. if you oh, gave you me the story. Me. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got a hundred on that story. So. Nice. Uh, oh. Big. big What'd you get on your story, Josh? Not a hundred. Mm. Maybe you should be editor in chief, <laughs> Jaden. I should be editor in chief now. Maybe. Oh, Josh and Hannah said that if they were to die, I would be the next in line. No, oh, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, pro- I mean, maybe I don't know. Would I be your number two? If you wanted to, I get to just want to be number two, and I'm Man, number two now. Oh, okay. Let's think about this. If a big tragedy happened to Josh and Hannah, we'd all be very distraught. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, for sure. That's <laughs> yeah, I for, mean for like a couple of days. Right. Get over it. Yeah. Well, like a week. Yeah. It would Maybe be close sad. to a week. Sure. Yeah. Probably a month. We'd write a we'd write a really dude. The Great story we bit. the story we wrote about that would be so nice. I'm sure it'd be funny. It'd be very touching. Um, you something funny. on the court wall. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really good. We, yeah, we have a. Oh, I guess we don't. No one knows what that is. Huh? We have a quote wall. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, but we put. Oh, we should shout out the new newsroom guys. Oh yeah! Oh, open house. There this you will go. come out. Wait, this will actually come out on like Friday, Friday so maybe okay, not. Okay, never mind. Yeah, but if what? you're listening to this after Friday, January twenty seventh, you missed out. You missed out on, on the coolest banger party, <laughs> the coolest open house that anyone has ever had. Yes. Which is a In lot the of best competition place ever. Oh, we should do this. Is I was gonna say this should be an icebreaker, but what was your what's your favorite part of the new newsroom? My Chief office. Oh. <laughs> I figured Josh would say that. You do have the whole office to yourself. Yeah. That is pretty nice. That is nice. I heard you dropped something underneath the desk the other day, though, like a yeah, highlighter. Now it's, now it's gone forever. Just like whenever you uh, drop your, your phone in between the seats of the yeah, car. basically. Yeah. Why? Is the desk, like, bolted down? No, but it's really heavy, and it, like, doesn't come up off the floor much, so I just figured, you know, I'm not going to stop with it. Right. Maybe a couple more days at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my favorite part of the newsroom is probably the light dimming. Oh, it is extraordinary. The it's light nice. dimming is so good. Very nice. Unless someone puts the lights on full blast, which people have been doing yeah. periodically to like scare all of us. Yeah, they'll just come in good. and like. Yeah, just doing that. They need to chill out. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. PSA is any Revly employee trying to spook all of us. Yeah, it's like an old like <laughs> vampire movie, and they like open up the curtains, and we're all just like. <laughs> But also another favorite part, um, Will and I have a spot. Well, first of all, I actually have a desk now. Let's get a round of applause for that. I don't know if clapping will show up on the podcast too well. It's all right. <laughs> we clapped. We, we did clapped. Clap. Um, but we have a little island now. 
little desk area, and ours is next to the window, so we get to see we the outside see the world. Beautiful view <laughs> um, at the concrete wall. Yeah, yes. it's just. A, but if we, you look up, you can see the sky <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. The sometimes you can see the sunshine poking through, and you're like, look. It is kind of sunny. There is there is another world out there <laughs> besides the newsroom. That's my favorite part is having a desk. I like sitting down. Oh no, that's that's a lie. My favorite part is the rolly chairs. I oh. lied. Yeah. I love to spin. I love to roll. I but love to also fiddle. I will say in the area where I used to be set up as digital editor, there's now a very nice couch and I feel like that hurts a little bit. I could have had a couch that entire time. Wait, well, what you couldn't have. <laughs> All right, Josh. Well, what, you didn't have a desk before the new newsroom. I never. I've I had only... a little table that was wobbly, <laughs> and everyone just used to put shit on it all the time. Not like literal shit, but like. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I would come. That would be crazy if they put. Literal... I would come to the newsroom, and Anjane would have the entire thing decked out with like food and stuff for like whatever holiday it was, and I would just be like, I have nowhere to put my laptop now. But I love Andre spreads, but, but you know. Didn't you not have to go to production as much? Well, kind of, yes. But I still had to be there. Everyone likes it when I show my face. So Yeah, everyone's a big fan. Everyone's a big fan of Jaden. Except for me and Josh, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Number one hater. Wait, do you want to be number one or number two, Josh? I'll be number two. That's fine. Okay. I got number one. All right. That's all right. All right. So how do we want to wrap this up? <laughs> <laughs> um, Should we ask an outro icebreaker? <laughs> outro icebreaker? I feel like that was our outro icebreaker. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Favorite part of the newsroom? Well, my favorite part of the newsroom is the door. Get out of here, Josh. Okay, hi. <laughs> Wait, where can they find you? Yeah, give us your uh, Twitter at J-A-R-C-H-O-T-E. That's it. Just Twitter. Wow, Just you only want to be found on Twitter? I and don't really have any other socials. You'll be, well, you'll be found in the... Is it the Tampa... What Tampa Bay Times. The Tampa Bay Times. After graduation. After graduation. Yeah, so about look, out, look out for that. And look out for a follow-up on Josh's potential legal proceedings. That's right. <laughs> yep. There you go. There you go. For us, Will, where can people find you? Oh, find me? Mm-hmm. Oh, at Will Nickel, W-I-N-I-C-K-E-L. I, did I spell my name wrong? W-I-L-N-I-C-K-E-L. Just one L. Not two L's in the Will. On Twitter. On Twitter, yeah. And Instagram, but I don't use Instagram, so what can you do? Um, for me personally, if you follow the Reveille, that's basically me. And then also you can find my Twitter at Jinwin with an underscore after the win. And if you don't know how to spell win, you're a loser. Thank you. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I, can, I can spell it, so that's not directed at me. <laughs> I'm tired of people not knowing how to spell Go win. ahead and spell it, though, Josh. N-G-U-Y-E-N. Perfect. <sighs> Good job. I just realized I couldn't spell it. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. This has been a good episode. Yeah, it's been a good episode. Thanks Thanks. for coming, Josh. Thanks for coming, Josh. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. I'm Jaden Wynn. And I'm Will Nickel, and this has been Tiger Talk, produced by David Robbins. You can find more from the Reveille on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LSU Reveille, and find us on TikTok at Reveille LSU. You can also find KLSU on Instagram at KLSUFM and tune into the radio to hear them on 91.1 FM.